Five Finger Death Punch. Bad Company on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. On Friday, there is a movie coming out. It is called Source Code. Stars Jake Gyllenhaal, and we have on the phone with us this morning the director of the movie. His name is Duncan Jones. Duncan, how are you, sir? I'm very well, sir. How are you? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. Thank you so much for, for being on the show. We appreciate it. My pleasure. So uh, let me kiss your ass a little bit, man. I, I spent <laughs> I spent about uh, two days watching Moon in my house uninterrupted. I liked it that much. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a really, really different movie. And I imagine for a first film, was it difficult to get made, you know, knowing the kind of stuff you were going to be exploring in that film? Oh, man, the, the, we, had a, we had a crazy experience both trying to get that film made and then when we were making it, just managing to sort of keep it going. We, we uh, you know, my producer and I, Stuart, we, we uh, started spending money building sets before we really even knew whether we were going to have the whole budget to make the film. It was kind of a living by the, uh, the skin of our teeth on that one. And then you get Sam Rockwell and Kevin Spacey involved, who are just amazing actors. Uh, and how does that come about? Is it just luck? Uh, no, it, it, truly, we were. They are, they are amazing actors. In fact, Sam Rockwell is someone that I met up with. I'd given him a script a while ago, and he'd loved the script, but didn't want to play the part that I'd, I'd written for him. And so we met up in New York, and I tried to convince him, and I and he tried to convince me. And we said, "Look, this is just not going to work, but we really want to work together." And then I said, "I will write a script for you," and that's when I wrote Moon. Wow, man! Is it true that there you you have like a trilogy in mind for this thing too? Well, it, the idea is that is that over the course of my career, should I get to make more films, <laughs> I will write three science fiction films, and they will all take place in the same universe. And the idea is that characters from, from each of those films might, might make cameos in the other films, so they'll all kind of be tied together, even though they're three separate stories. How different, or is it more difficult to direct a movie that, that you haven't written? It's strange. It's kind of... It, there's something kind of freeing about it because you can be incredibly objective. You know, it, because it's not your baby in the same way, you don't get quite so precious about things and, and things that you just really want to do um, when you've written it yourself but maybe don't necessarily serve the plot or don't really fit in. Um, you can be kind of, you can be much more, you know, objective and say, you know what, this works and this doesn't work and you just get on with the stuff that does work. So so in a way, I've, I've really enjoyed the experience. I mean, I, I obviously love working on my own material as well, but there was something... Uh, there was something truly enjoyable about this. And it seems like source code at some points could be complicated directing. <laughs> well, there, the, you know, the nature of source code is that, uh, is that uh, uh, Colter Stevens, played by Jake, has the opportunity to go and re-experience eight minutes of someone else's life. And he can do it more than once. And, and that idea, that conceit, means that there's some real challenges as a director to make sure that it's always visually interesting and you never feel like you're saying, seeing the same thing twice. And that was, you know, that's my job. That was, that was kind of my agenda, was to try and tell this story but make sure at the end of the film the audience feels like the whole thing was fresh and they've never had to see the same thing twice. I know that Jake had been uh, in love with this script for a really, really long time. Did, did he bring it to you? How did you get involved in the movie? Yeah, absolutely. Jake, uh, like you say, Jake, Jake was uh, working on the script and had been sort of attached, and uh, he was looking for the right person to work with on it. And then he saw Moon, 
and uh, I think he also spent two days watching it. <laughs> and then uh, he gave me a call and said, "You know what? Let's uh, let. Why don't you have a look at this script? Let's uh, let's see if maybe this is something we could do together." And I I read it and I thought, "Yeah, it, it might not be mine, but I kind of I kind of like the vibe of this." And then I started really sinking my teeth into it and, and started feeling that there was something I could do with it. Now, obviously, you have a, a soft spot in your heart for the world of science fiction and uh, time travel, and you know, being in other people's bodies definitely falls in that kind of category. Yeah. Is that really what drew you into this particular project? Was you know, you still kind of getting that little, uh, I guess, format of things. Well, the crazy thing is that when I read the script for the first time, um, I was seeing all the differences from Moon. I mean, it, it's it, I was seeing it. You know, it's more than one actor. That's a good thing. That's a plus. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, we get to we get to do action scenes. There's a romance in here. There's a, a real sort of mystery, almost like a Hitchcock kind of thriller at the heart of it. And uh, that's what really got me going. But I I can certainly see from Jake's perspective, having seen Moon, he was seeing some similarities there, and I think he was probably right. There's some there's some there's definitely a tie in between those two movies. How about pressure? I mean, uh, Moon was so well received. You you won a whole bunch of awards for it. Everybody uh, really enjoys it. Are you like when you're behind the director's chair doing source code? Are you like, oh man, I better make this thing count? There's some pressure. <laughs> well, you know, not at the t- at the time we were making it, I didn't have time to worry about anything other than trying to get the film right. But after the fact, yeah, absolutely, you start to worry and you start to think, boy, you know, I I I, I really seem to, you know, I, I managed to get it right on Moon. I hope I managed to get it right this time. And fortunately, we had the chance to start doing some screenings, and there's already some reviews coming out, and, and things seem to be going pretty well. People seem to like Source Code quite a lot. You know, with uh, with a movie like this and, and Moon, um, you know, visual effects are very important, and, you know, directors these days are coming up and getting a lot more experience with those things before they get a chance to, to direct. Do you think that played a part in, in having, a, a, a you know, I guess uh, your finger on the pulse? I think so. I mean, you know, I came out of the advertising industry um, in, in, in London, where I'm, where I'm from, and, and the, the fact that in advertising you really are able to sort of, you know, cut your teeth and really get a sense of, of what, is, what is possible and how to do things behind the camera, I think it's, a, it's, it's kind of like finishing school for, for people who want to work as film directors. I think it's a, a really useful uh, opportunity to hone your skills. Well, I tell you what, Duncan, the movie looks amazing, and uh, thank you so much for making movies that actually make people think instead of just 90 minutes of blowing stuff up. It's awesome, and uh, (laughs) I I wish you nothing but success, man. Thank you for the time. Thank you so much. Comes Uh, out on April 1st. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Ex-workforce traffic. That's Friday. In case anybody's curious. And for the record, you know, it's getting a lot of TV commercials. But when I look at the TV commercials, I don't really get into it. When I watch the full trailer, it really does capture it a lot better as to what the movie's about. It seems complicated to me. It does, but in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I just can't imagine, you know, some things that always seem complicated to me. Uh, time travel, uh, infinity. <laughs> those those things right there just seem it's difficult to, you know, have a straight line. And that's what a movie is generally. Beginning to end. Yeah, you're, this one's going to be bouncing around all over the place, I think. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask him uh, about how he <laughs> deals with that, because that would get confusing. Because, you know, most people, I think, know this by now, that you shoot a movie, it's not all, it's, you know, from beginning to end. Right. It's in the middle somewhere. You're bouncing all over the place to get perfect shots, and when this, the storyline isn't linear either, it's got to be very strange. Very crazy. Source Code is out in theaters on Friday. Duncan Jones is a man, and we appreciate him coming on the show. Let's take a look at traffic one last time with Susie Black. Nice easy drive this morning. If you're uh, just getting up and around, we have new problems on or off the freeway. Chinden State Fairview Eagle looking good. 
definitely spring break. Not a whole lot of folks out there. Luck happens every day in Idaho. Idaho Powerball players have won over $520 million in prizes since 1990. Stop by an Idaho Lottery retail location and play for the $153 million Powerball jackpot today. And remember, luck happens. I'm Susie Black, ex-workforce traffic. Workforce weather. Here is the weather expert Scott Dorval's precision forecast from today's Channel 6 News. Well, a little bit of a shift in the weather pattern coming in.